Rabbi Isai, a good morning, a good Erev Shabbos, Erev Shabbos Kodesh, Parshas, Lech Lecha, Tavshin, Ayin Pei. I'm going to try to be as brief as I can possibly be in a Parsha where brevity is really a misnomer. If you take a look at this week's Parsha, we come around to Parshas Lech Lecha after Bereshis and Noyach. We see a Parsha which is filled with complete, complete... Um, admiration for our great father, Avram Avinu, to see everything that he went through, all the Nisiyanus, leaving his homeland, coming to Eretz Yisrael, getting the brachas, coming into Eretz Yisrael, leaving Eretz Yisrael because of a famine. The story with Lot, the story with the, with the, with the, with the king's battles, uh, the, the, the complete, complete Yisurim uh, of not having children, the promises from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Hagar, Yishmael, uh, making a bris milah, it's really, it's kimat impossible to, to make an abri- abri- abbreviation of this parasha. It's just chocked full with all of the Yusaitis of life and Chaim. But I'm going to try to make it as quick and as short as possible for, what, for the purpose of our, of our Dvar Torah today, try to put in some stories as well. As I mentioned yesterday in the Zoom Shmuz, it was two days ago in the Zoom Shmuz, that uh, yesterday was the yard site of Rachli Meinu, and also of the great Rashiva of the Rishiva of Nosson Svi Finkel Zechatanik Vizracha. I said over some stories over there about Nosson Svi. Anyone that's interested in hearing those stories should listen. But I think that we can also approach uh, a parsha and say that this parsha has a lot of the Yusaitis, which we said yesterday, concerning people that have um, that have obstacles. Rachel Imeinu had obstacles, Rav Nassim Tzvi had obstacles, and they were able to accomplish great things. And that's really the message for all of us, that no matter how difficult the obstacles come about in life, one should recognize that Kaddish Baruch gives us the strength to be able to deal with them and to overcome them, and Bez Hashem Yisbarach, to be zoichet to the schar, to the mitzvahs that Kaddish Baruch gives us. The first thing is, we're going to say, I think four or five things that we're going to say. Uh, you say this that we can learn from Avram Avinu out of the many hundred that you could possibly learn from this big parasha and from the entire lifespan of Avram Avinu. So we're just going to pick out a few things. Lech Lecha, we speak about, Kodesh Baruch tells him, Ela Aretz Asher Eka, to the land that I'm going to show you. And Rashi points out that he wasn't Megalatim where he's going to go. He just says, Ela Aretz Asher Eka. Why? Because he wanted to give him schar al kol psia psia. He wants to give him reward. And why is it so important that uh, HaKadosh Baruch Hu has to hide from him where he's going to go. Why can't he just tell him, listen, you're going you're gonna to go, I'm going to go there, it's Israel. That's the holiest place in the world. And that's where you should live. There could be other Nisanis that happened. He has to leave. But why does he have to tell him in such a, a format that he shouldn't know where he's going to go? So I saw that Pshit Pinka says a Gavaldik of Art in his Sefer on Chumash, Tiferes Torah, he says, we know that the Ovis, Hain Hain Hamer The Ovis, they're considered the chariots of the world. Simple understanding is that they're like the Maisim Merkava of the Navi, Yechesko, the Maisim Merkava. Of us are the Merkava, the that carry the Yusaydis of the global and the, the cosmic worlds of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and they bring it down to us in our world. But he says on a very simple le- level, what is a chariot? Let's call it a car. Chariot is a vehicle which a person can get from place to place. So if a person is a leader, a person is a melech, and he has a chariot, and he wants to go somewhere. He gets into the chariot and he tells the 
He tells the, the one that's driving the car, the one that's driving the chariot, he says, okay, I want you to go over here, I want you to turn left. Over here, I want you to go to turn right. Sometimes he doesn't even tell him where he's going to go. He just tells him, okay, I want to go over here, I want to go over there. If he asks the chariot, he asks the person that's driving the chariot, where are you going? He says, I don't know, wherever my master says for me to go, that's where I'm going to go. The important thing is the chariot, it's not important, it's not important to him the destination. It's important to him the journey, that he is the vehicle for the master to be able to get to wherever he wants to go to. And that's the pshat, what the others were. That's the pshat Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu wasn't told that there's a specific task, a specific place you're going to go. Every single moment of your life is following in the ways of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And that's the pshat. However it was, was it a matzav of simcha? Of joy, I'll get schar for being in a matzav of simcha. If it's a time of yusurim, a time of suffering, a time of a test, people have tests in life. As we know, like we're going through the test that we're going through in this world, but the main thing is I'm following the tzivoy of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So if HaKadosh Baruch Hu would have told, Abba you're going to go to this and this place, then every single moment would not have necessarily been a kiyam of the tzivoy of HaKadosh Baruch Hu with all of its ups and downs. It would have been only the accomplishment I'm going to get to the end. Like your Bishol Salanta said, yeah, a mensch daf nishton, yeah, a mensch doesn't have to, to accomplish a mensch daf oftan. He has to try his best. And that's what we have to know in this world. The world that we're living in is a world which is filled with ups and downs. It's filled with hills, it's filled with hills and valleys. It's filled with simcha and with yusurim, with tests that come to us in all different kinds of forms. Abraham Avinu is the one that teaches us to follow the Ratzon Hashem. And then HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, that's the Ha'aretz Asher Eka. That's the land which I'm going to show you. That's the mitzvahs. I heard from my Rebbe of Moshe Feinstein. I saw it brought down in the Sefer. It was so nice to hear it, to see it brought down in the Sefer. I remember hearing it from as a young boy that he said that when he left Europe and he had to go f- through different stations in order to get where he got to. I heard from a Yid that was in Riga when Rav Moshe came and said the whole shtut came out from Riga in order to be to be macabre upon him, Rav Moshe, that he knew about Rav Moshe already then, how great he was, how great he was in Europe. He was a, considered like the last Godel in Europe at that point. And they went to be macabre upon him. Rav Moshe said, he ended up coming to America. He said, I was really a Lech Lecha Jew. I had to go from place to place. The only difference is that Avram Avinu had a tzivoy and he knew every single step that he's taking is a fulfillment of the tzivoy Kadosh Baruch Hu. Even though I'm not necessarily accomplishing what I, what, what I would want to accomplish, but I'm following the tzivoy Kadosh Baruch Hu. So Rav Moshe said it was chaval that he didn't have that kavana in the beginning, that every single step that he's having to take along the way would be with the intent that I'm going to do the tzivoy Kadosh Baruch Hu. It's to stop off of here, to stop off of here. And this is what a person should take with him. That's lesson number one. Lesson number two, a lesson for life is the Shalah Kaddish says, we see from this week's parashat, Avram Avinu has a nephew, Lot, and Lot goes with him, and then Lot, there's a riv, there's, a, there's an argument between the Roe Lot, and then they have to separate their ways. So the first thing is that the Shalah Kaddish says that a person should know that a person has to have a relationship with his own mishpacha. Person has a mitzvah, he his relatives with all of his might. And we learn it out from the fact that Light, that Avramavina was Mysa Nefesh, in order to save Lot, he went into a war, he went into a battle. He kept with it. 
So lesson number one is, is that a person has to recognize that I have to care about my family, I have to care about the particular points in my mishpacha. And it says um, that uh, from, from your flesh, a person should not remove himself. Your own flesh, that means your relatives, even if it's a distant relative. So I said over, Rav Zatzal, it was a relative that came to America and Rav Moshe's son, my Rebbe Rav Ruven, was making a bar mitzvah or maybe it was the bar mitzvah of Rav Ruven, and I think it was a grandson. I think it was maybe for Rav Ruven's oldest son should be Gesundin Stark. And I think it was Rav David Feinstein, the son of Rav Ruven. And uh, Rav Moshe heard that there was a relative that was in America and he told Rav Michal Shurkin Shlita, my neighbor over here, great Rebbe in Shiva's Torah's Moshe, that he should find out what his relative is, he should come for the Shabbos bar mitzvah. In those days, they didn't have cell phones. This person was traveling around the country, and Rav Michal was trying to track him down. He couldn't find him. He t- went back to Rav Moshe at the end of the day, and Rav Moshe said, no, you have to try to, he wasn't able to find him. He said, you have to find him. It's important. This happened for a few times until finally Rav Michal was able to track him down. He was somewhere, somewhere in the Midwest, and he told him that Rav Moshe wants him to come to the Bar Mitzvah. And he saw that Rav Moshe had such a degree of, of, of attachment that a family member should, should be at a family simcha. And it's a lesson for us in life. When there's a simcha in a family, a person should do his utmost in order to, have to be there as best as he can. Not passing out when it comes to Corona, what should be. But you should just know that this is an important, important lesson that a person should learn. Rav Shach Zatzal adds an extra point on that the lesson of how we have to treat our relatives is even when it comes to an expense of an aliyah ruchnius. When a person, we know that it says that Hashem said to Avram, after he separated from Lot, because when Lot was around, it says that Lot was considered a Russia, and therefore Avram Avinu did not get Nevuah from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So we see that Avram Avinu still kept with Lot, Ayelachar is missing out on the Aliyah Ruchnius that he could possibly have by having a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu going from higher to higher. Ah, so what do we see from over here? The concept of being Machnas Ayruch, the concept of doing Chesed for another Yid, especially for a family member, is greater than being Makabal Pnei Shechina, Rav Shach says. What a great lesson that we can learn out from Abraham Avinu, how he cared about his family, how he cared about another Yid. Now here we say over the story from the Chabina, that the Chabina on the Yom Kippur night, he was coming home from Shul, and he had a whole plan that Yom Kippur night, he was going to have a certain Seder he was going to have, and then he saw the group of Holocaust survivors that were sitting in a Shul, and they were despondent, and they were trying to remember the Nagunim that they had heard before the war. Each one had, a, this one was a Vishnusur, this one was a Satmer, this one was a Lababacher, and he remembered each one had a little bit of, of, a, of, a, of a nigan that they remembered from their Yom and the Rayim. The Chabina went in and he traveled with them and he sat with them for hours. And he also sang with them the Gunam. He also had gone through the Holocaust, you know, maybe in a different form. So, so they asked him afterwards, Rebbe, what was the Pshat? You were sitting there for such a long time. He said, you know what? I had a plan. My plan was that I was going to sit and learn Gantz Mesech the Yuma on Yom Kippur night. That would be my Matana. That would be my Avoida for Yom Kippur. But then when I saw these Yidin, these Yidin were despondent, I said, what does the Rabbanu want? He wants another Chabina Mesech to Yuma, which is Givaldic, no question about it, not belittling it. What does he want? Another Yid to make another Yid happy. 
this is the Gemilas Chesed that all emanates from great people. And where do they learn it from? They learn it from Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu is the Amuda Chesed. Avram Avinu is Avas Chesed. Ah, what great lessons we can learn. The Torah tells us that it says that um, that when he did have to leave him, it says that he, 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 when he saw there was a riv, he says when he saw that there was a riv between them, then he had to leave light. Because the word is like this. As long as it doesn't make a machlaikis in a mishpacha, then you have to try to keep the family together as best as you can. But when it becomes a mariva, when it comes a, an argument, when it comes machlaikis, when it becomes damaging, when there's already a hezek, then that's the degree, that's the thermostat where you have to split. And over here, the Shalak Kodesh of is, it says, Al meriva It shouldn't be a meriva. Meriva is lush in the keva. Now the truth is, it says there was a riv. A riv is lush in zacher. So it says, he says like this, riv is lush in zacher. A zacher is someone who's not really mailed. The nekeva is the one that's mailed the child. So what Avinu was saying is, I'll not a meriva We don't want that this riv that already was started by the royal lot which already started the should become a meriva. It should add on payers. It should bring out more machlekes. Therefore, the best way is that we should split. And that's when a person is allowed to change himself. We know that Avram Avinu, message number four, Avram Avinu, by the Brisbane Absarium, when he's asking for, um, he's asking for uh, HaKadosh Baruch to give him a child, even though it's a question, HaKadosh Baruch already promised he's going to have a child. We won't get into that right now. He says, he calls, he calls HaKadosh Baruch Hu master. And the Gemara Baruch Hu says, from here we learn out that Avram Avinu was the first one to call HaKadosh Baruch Hu master. To call the Lashon of Adon. And the question is, what's really the, the Chiddush of Adon? And why is it different than we know that everyone else already started calling HaKadosh Baruch Hu Melech? Like we say in Adon Olam, we say Azai Melech Shemai Nikra. That he was already called Melech already from the beginning, everyone knew that Kodesh Baruch was the king. So why does the Pshat that Avram Avinu added on the, 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 the title of Adon? So Rav Schwab Zetzal writes in the Sefer, um, a king has a relationship with the people in the, in, the, in, the, in the country that he takes care of them, but there's a lack of a personal relationship. While a master with his trusty servant has a personal relationship. And that's the relationship that Avram Avinu was saying, is that even when there will be times when things are not easy, when there's Yisurim, then you see the difference between a king and a master. The king has an overall picture, doesn't necessarily have that personal relationship, while the master has a personal relationship. And Avram Avinu felt that he has a personal relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Rabbi Zayn, this is, Rav Schwab brings down that the, that the uh, Rav Shamsham of Hirsch says, in Adain Olam, we say Adain Olam, Asher Malach, Nivra. We speak about great platitudes about how Hakadosh Baruch created the world. Hakadosh Baruch rules the world, but then it changes and it says, "Who keli v'chai golali tzur chevli He is my God. He is my rock. It changes from being just a overall picture and becomes Adain Olam. He's the master that I have a personal relationship with, the Baruch Hu. This is the feeling that Avram Avinu had. This is the message that he 
passed on to his children, to us. The last message we're going to give is the fact that it says, asher that we know that Avram Avinu was Megayah the Anoshim, and, and Sarah Yimeinu was Megayah the Anoshim. And I saw over here, first of all, it's a great lesson in Kiruv, that a person should be Megayah. When you mean Megayah, means bring people closer to Yiddishkeit. This is the lesson of Avram Avinu. He was the first Megayah, as we always like to say. Avram Avinu was the Ershta Gevarner. He was the first one to make himself, and he helped other people to become great. So the Shalak Kaddish, so the, the, uh, the, not the Shalak Kaddish, but the, the, um, the Chidah says, the Gavaldik, he says, how does the Rashi, how does Chazal know that he was Megayad the Nashim? Because it says, Asher Nef, and Esha Nefesh, Asher Osubacharan. The Nefesh that they made, that he made in Choron. So he asked the Kasha, the Kasha is the Sefer Yitzira says that it's possible for a person, the person knows the Osius of the Sefer Yitzira, that he could create people like Golems. Like we have a vart, which we say later on, that by the Shvatim, that they saw, that they, they created also golems with the Seifa Yitzira. So perhaps Avmavina created um, golems with the Isis of the Seifa Yitzira. Who says that he was Megayer? So the Chidah the, 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 um, says, if it would be the fact that it was only a creation that was done with Isis, then it wouldn't have said, Eshanefesh Asher Asu Bacharim. If it was Isis, when it's magic, when it's when I say magic, when it's when it's like magic, when it's not something you're actually creating, but it's just you being masked in the Isis, then where is it created? It's really created in the heavens. Then the Torah should have said it's a nefesh asher nasu b'charon, the nefesh that were created in Charon. It was created by the Shamayim. It was created by the Shamayim. It wasn't thing, something that was actually created by Avram Avinu. Since it's as a nefesh asher asu b'charon, it's a right that they actually were made, and how were they made? They were makar of them, and that changed their whole nature. Until now, they weren't tachas kanfei and now they became tachas kanfei Another diuk is, it says, es ha-nefesh asher The nefesh doesn't say the guf, es ha-guf asher The guf, that could be made by oisius of the Sefer Yitzira. But the nefesh, the neshama, that's only changed when a person has a relationship with his makarev, with his Rebbe, Avram Avinu Rabbi Isai, he's the one that teaches all of these great lessons. I just want to give a bracha to everybody that it should be, this Shabbos should be a Gavaldika Shabbos of Aliyah, it should be a Shabbos that we take the Lech Lecha. We ourselves are going in our journeys, we have the ups and the downs, we know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the one that is putting us into this place. We should be like the Merkava to go from place to place, and Mitzvah Shem will be Zeichah to see Yeshua's and the Hamas Rufus for Gans Yisrael, we should be Zaychad the Gula Shlema, wishing everyone a good Shabbos and a happy Shabbos. Thank you for listening to this Foundation's podcast production. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment. Thank you and have a wonderful day.